Perhaps you've seen that T-Mobile commercial with uh, Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski, um, where Brady's talking to Gronk and is asking Gronk for some advice, and he says, you know, what do you think my next move should be? Give it to me straight. And Gronk proceeds to say while he's on a golf course in Florida, I got one word for you, baby, retirement. (laughs) If you retire now, you're going to be walking on soft sand in a week. Just come to Florida and feel the wind in your hair. Retirement's like winning another one. Maybe I'll even join you. And then the voice from the T-Mobile rep comes on and says, on a spotty network, this is what Tom heard. You retire now and you're soft and weak. Just come to Florida and win another one, baby. Maybe I'll even join you. And then Brady hangs up uh, mocking Gronk, saying, you know, just go win another one, says Gronk, like it's that easy. And he thinks about it and says, well, maybe it is. Then it flashes to the uh, Tom Brady press conference where Brady says he still has a lot he wants to accomplish and his goal is to win another one and he's bringing Gronk with him. (laughs) And what do you know, if you know that commercial, then you know that Gronk's sitting on the couch and sees this and he goes, wait, I'm retiring from retirement? Hey mom, where's my football pants? And then, you know, T-Mobile's message in this commercial is, you know, don't trust big decisions to just any network. Go with T-Mobile, the goat of 5G. It's a pretty funny commercial, even I've seen, even though I've seen it multiple times, but it leaves you questioning whether you're, or not you're relying on a reliable network for your communication needs. You know, if you aren't diligent on who you rely on, then in theory, you're being negligent, and you can end up living with the wrong message, sometimes to even to your own peril. The retired General Colin Powell once said, never neglect details. When everyone's mind is dulled or distracted, the leader must be doubly vigilant. You know, that's usually what causes negligence. A dull, distracted mind, heart and heart. Apathy and complacency set in, and one tends to drift away from that which should never be neglected. The author of Hebrews speaks to neglect concerning the great message of salvation. Therefore, we must pay much closer attention to what we have heard, lest we drift away from it. For since the message declared by angels proved to be reliable, and every transgression or disobedience received just retribution, how should we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? So just how reliable is this message, and just how reliable is this communication of this message of salvation? Well, we know uh, Hebrews tells us it was first declared by the Lord Himself. And then it was attested by all those who heard. And God bore witness by signs and wonders and various miracles. And oh, also by the gifts of the Holy Spirit distributed according to His will. This is a reliable message. Delivered and communicated by a reliable network. And it doesn't stop there. We learn about the backbone of this great communication of this message and network. God, for whom and by whom all things exist, is the architect of our salvation. God, who so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, Christ Jesus, to die for it, made Jesus the founder of our salvation, perfecting Him through suffering. God neglected no details. He subjected all things to Christ. As we learn in Hebrews, on the basis of Psalm 8, the author of Hebrews says, What is man that you are mindful of him? Or the son of man that you care for him? You made 
all you made him for a little while lower than the angels. You have crowned him with glory and honor, putting everything in subjection under his feet. Our God is a God of details, a God who cares and never neglects anything to the point that Jesus would taste death for everybody. This isn't a marketing gimmick like we see on TV to get you to join a network and seek to collect all your efforts as a payment for your salvation. This is a message of good news. That's a gift given freely to all who will connect to it. And it's so important that to neglect it is detrimental to our lives. Negligence, my friends, is corrosive to the soul. The topic of negligence is so important to the author of Hebrews that he mentions it in multiple instances in the book of Hebrews. For instance, Hebrews 10, 24-25 says, And let us consider how to stir one another up to love and good work, not neglecting to meet, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the J drawing near. Hebrews 13, too. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, but for some uh, nearby, some have entertained angels unaware. And then Hebrews 13, 16. Do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. Meeting together, showing hospitality, doing good works. Those are all things that are supposed to be responses of, out of gratitude for what God has first done for you, for me, for creation. But they will not occur properly in a proper context and proper responses if we neglect to connect to the provider of the great message of salvation. So what are those things in our lives that, that cause us to disconnect with God and from that message? What are the things that cause us to neglect salvation and our responses to it? Sometimes it's the, honestly, the allure of the message of the world gives. The vain pursuit of misplaced glory and honor, of wealth and possession. On the surface, it may match up with what the psalmist says in Psalm 8. You made for him a little while lower than the angels. You have crowned him with glory and honor. But the message of glory and honor as defined by the world is not what God intends in glory and honor. God intends for His people to have glory and honor, but we're not going to see it yet because we still live in a world full of suffering, a world full of division and despair. The glory and honor that God intends for us to have is not by our own achievements. It's by His and His alone. It's by that of Christ. Are there ways that we're pursuing our own glory and honor and pursuit of wealth today? Are there ways that we're disconnecting from God's message as if we're the ones who are being on a spotty network. Maybe it's because we don't want to hear all that God has to say to us because it's too painful. I think that's what we need to do is look inward first to see how we're being disconnected from our Father and the ways that we're disconnecting from Him and not plugging in. Because when we're neglecting it, we're neglecting our own salvation, but we're also neglecting what we're supposed to be doing in our callings of proclaiming that great message of salvation to a broken world. The message that God wants for us is a pursuit of His glory and honor out of a response of what He's first done for us. You know, I'm kind of reminded of this when I, when I look at all this disconnectedness. I'm reminded, I'm a history buff. I 
So I was reminded of the Battle of Waterloo, of all places. So while the Battle of Waterloo was being fought, all of England was anxiously awaiting news to come back over the channel of what was going on. And finally, one day, this message started coming across the channel slowly. And what they saw, what they read was, Wellington defeated. Then all of a sudden, in the middle of the signal coming across, a great fog laid over uh, this channel. And that's all they saw was Wellington defeated. So they, the whole country went into doom and gloom. They were in great despair. And, and news started spreading, spreading across the country. But then, all of a sudden, just as that happened, the fog lifted and the rest of the message came through. Wellington defeated the enemy at Waterloo. And the whole nation erupted in, in great joy. And, you know, I look at that and I'm going, you know, how often does that happen to us? Where we get disconnected because the doom and gloom in life comes in and breaks the message where we can't see it. I think back to the disciples on Good Friday. Jesus on the cross. The doom and gloom. Because they think that Jesus is dead. But then three days later, He rises from the grave. He gives us that hope and that joy. But we're not going to see that if we continue to be disconnected from God and the doom and gloom of life and be, and be separated from what our hope is and what our salvation is. I mean, we just witnessed a baptism a little while ago with Everett, where Jesus, in His works, cleansed Everett of all of His sins, just like He cleansed all of us. And He placed upon Everett's heart that message of hope. And in God's network, we're not disconnected. We have, we have Him in our presence, in Word, and in sacrament. And God gave us the Holy Spirit to give us a clear channel to be connected with Him. To always remind us of that hope, of that salvation that we carry in our lives. So how are we going to be connected to God today? How are we going to stop neglecting our salvation and move forward individually, as families, and in the body of Christ. The author of Hebrews reminds us that Christ Himself didn't go from glory up there down to glory down here. He went from glory to, to anything but. He suffered. He suffered the way that man suffers, and more so. He walked a path of suffering, of abuse, of dark forces, seeking to tempt Him and cause Him a harm. And He didn't escape it but He endured it perfectly for our sake, making a clear connection to God for us. Clearly resounding the message that life lived in God's network is a life that God intends. And that's the goal for God's people, to create a strong, unbreakable connection to Him, even through the suffering that besets us in our lives. So I pray today that we stay connected that we join that network, and that we help others to connect to this great network in the body of Christ, given that hope and that salvation that we've been connected to moving forward. Who are we trusting with the big decisions in our life? Because there is no bigger decision than our salvation. God alone is a true source of our salvation. For He who sanctifies and those who are sanctified all have one source. So let's not neglect to connect to God, the greatest of all time. And to God be all the glory. Amen.